With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> ah dear oh dear welcome to a view from the bridge official podcast of the belfast chance for kingdom of Giants.com. today is tuesday the 29th of august 2023 i'm david mcjimsey that's simon kitchen as you can see we're a man down he's supposed to be here but we got a text from him like two minutes ago saying lads crack on without me my um his macbook's down so hopefully he'll be along in a couple of minutes he's got the agenda He's got the guest. He knows what time they're coming on at, who they are. I don't, so we've just got to wing it for a few minutes, hoping that he, he weighs in. So, Simon, how are you? I'm okay. What we should do is, as soon as he comes on, we should just go, oh, and that's the show for the night. Thanks very much indeed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good, but, uh, good. It's good to get hockey back again. And and um, not the results we want, but everybody wants to win, you know, every game to play. Um, and we'll go on to talk about that. But okay, man, what about you? Uh, oh, Bit like yourself, Simon, really good to get back to the rink. Um, you know, as I've got older and I've matured in my in my hockey watching, I, I look for different things in the game, but I also kind of enjoy the people a lot more. And I got to spend a little bit of time with Taft, which is always like, I know he's grumpy at times, but like he's it's really one of the highlights of my week when you get to have a cup of tea and a hug with Taft and get a wee story and you find out what he's been doing over the summer. Or I got to spend a few minutes with Mace just chatting about the kids and stuff, you know, not even talking hockey, just having a bit of a grown-up chat because you spend all summer with your kids. It's, it's great sometimes just to talk to another adult. So I had a lot of fun down the ring talking to Todd Kelman, Neil Francis, where Chewed the fat, talked about last year, talked about what's coming up, talked about the CHL. So it was really lovely. That was all pre-game because there was a 30-minute face-off delay. It's as, as someone quite witty from the Cardiff Devils I've seen said uh, the Giants had to wait for their second plane coming for the for the rest of the roster, you know. So um, it, it, it was good. It was nice to be back, as I say, in the rink. And uh, what about you? Back in, although you're working in the rink, nice to see 6,322 through the doors. Yeah, it was just incredible. Um, you know, we knew it was going to be a good crowd about 10 days ago. Uh, ticket sales were going really, really well. And then all of a sudden it just really lifted off. And, and you know, the, the comms team did a great job putting the whole, um, you know, getting it out there and getting their digital content around. There's different screens all over Northern Ireland, you know, promoting the team, promoting the sport, promoting the game. So it's been really good. It's, it's I mean, we genuinely weren't expecting those numbers on the first game. But, you know, I think, because it's been off the ice now for, I think it was 130 days, 131 days, I said, when I counted it. It's been, you know, it's one of those ones where you just, everybody's looking forward to it. I think that's easy as well looking. You know, we managed to, um, as I say, we, we managed to get all everybody there. Charlie Carter arrived in 
two days before um, face-off and and uh, probably suffering a wee bit of jet lag still, but he turned up and he played decent. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just really good to get it back again. And, and the arena was absolutely buzzing. So, um, yeah, that's where we are. Same as same as Saturday night at extent. Now I know the the Cardiff Arena, the Vendico Arena, I think it's called this year. I know it's only a little fun size arena and you could put it in the west end of our place. And it, it, But it was packed there after as well, around 3,000 then on the night. So, you know, Two, two, the two main franchises in the league, if you like, both packing their barns on the first night of pre-season is really good. Sets a sets a standard that, that's there for the rest of the season. But here, let's go on and talk about the game, Simon. I don't know if I can... I'm going to try and pull a couple of things up here to see somebody, our, oh, our good friend, Anthony Russell from Banners Wall saying, we shall call Davey the Techie, but I'm not sure whether I can even do this, boys. But let's see what happens here. If I say Devil's Home, let's see what comes up here, says. I don't know what's going to happen. It's down there. So if I say stream what's going to happen here we go so these are the highlights signs why didn't you, you were there why did you talk us through what went went down in the game yeah i mean the first goal was a miscommunication between um travis brown and uh charlie curdy um you know it obviously got out there a little bit of fisticuffs beforehand with no, that was um, that was outside the, the 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 goal was before the the um, fight, but I haven't kept the card of goals in because I'm quite partisan. So the highlight starts. So if you want to talk about the goal, because it's a very good point you make, it's just first night communications, two guys Absolutely. going back in the puck and they both just turn at the wrong time. So yeah, basically, I mean, it, it's it's one of those ones where you know you'd rather get them out of your way early in the season than pre-season, and and uh, again, it's all about communicating. And and you know, they met each other the day before. They should have known better. That I mean, let's be honest, they should have known better, but. Um, you again, the, the Cardiff Devils capitalized on it. You make a mistake at this level, you expect to be punished, and um, you know, basically thrown right out front. And it was a good finish from, from Cardiff Devils. And then, you know, that this big hit from Riley Branton on uh, Sato Sato coming into the league, you know, played in Finland last year. Certainly, the, the, the finish league is nowhere near as physical as what the IHL is. Riley Brandt, when he's on the ice, you need to be aware he's on the ice, you know, he's a he hits hard. Mostly fair. Um, it was a good hit that he, he caught uh, Sato with. Mark Cooper didn't hesitate. Um, stepped in there, and uh, it was a spirited bite. He got a couple of punches off each. I don't even think it was. If you're looking at it from a um, from a jazz point of view, I think it's fair to say it was a, a bit of a draw, a draw, draw scrap. Every single person in the arena was on their feet. Every one of them. Um, and then again, why you know, you're taking the serve and the penalty in there? It has to go. Uh, was this is why we brought him in, and and you know what he's capable of. Great move, underestimated from from Bariga, basically driving the net. The defenseman goes with him, doesn't you know covers his slot to a certain extent, and and Tedesco come right across the front of Ben Bynes, and uh, manages to slot at home. But uh, again, overall, you know the first period and and finishing the Devils. I think the Devils went in two one at the end of the first, didn't they? Um, you know their second goal. Um, again, you know. Adam would be disappointed given the goal up for sure. Um, but when you take the positives out of the game, and that's, that's you've just seen Travis Brown stepping up there and Petronero stepping in. And again, I said it at the time, a lot of respect for, for players who jump in and protect their teammates. No issue at all with that. Um, they need to step in when it's a fair hit preseason. You're going to do that. Adam done exactly the same thing, you know, in a, in a game. In a playoff game, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, big hit from Travis. Uh, Petronero stepped in. Big, big goal. Um, or sorry, big, big uh, punch from the first one. And he just, he was winding up for the second one. 
and he held back. Travis was down in a vulnerable position, and, and they did really well. So, um, what about your thoughts on, on Davy Phillips' first goal for the club back being back? Quite a, quite a well-worked goal in that it's gone in deep. I think it's um, potentially a, a wind forward here, but I think it's Quinn Preston goes in and lays the body behind, which which forces the puck on around the wall. Um, getting used to numbers and stuff, Simon. And it's popped yeah, out. Greg, or, Greg or, Prince basically sorry, the guy Greg against Prince, the wall. Greg Prince, Prince plays, Greg, Greg Prince goes and plays the body in the back of the wall. But what he does immediately is he doesn't stand and admire what he does. He goes and straight back and gets in front of Ben Bounds. Then, um, as you say, Quinn Preston pops out. Davy Phillips, if you go through the shot here, you'll see that um, um, Greg Prince has got himself right back in front of um, Bounds and uh, creates that screen. Nas coming in off the right, right wall as well involved. And so it was a lovely play from him, but set up by the by the big body of Prince who went on on Saturday night and had another great game. Uses that body size really well. Great to see Davy Phillips back in tail, of course. And uh, and then, obviously, the Cardiff Devils went back in front and the old uh, CHL rules that we're playing. Good at Cardiff to play them. Good at Cardiff to help tune us up for the CHL because the new rules, for anybody watching that hasn't... Uh, been over the, the CHL rules. Uh, a minor penalty is effectively a major penalty. Now the, the, the time runs for the full two minutes. Doesn't matter how many goals are scored. And we go on the Saturday night where, where it actually came massively to our advantage. But it allowed the Belfast Giants to uh we got a, a quite a late uh penalty in the game. I think three, six I would already pull Besco at this stage obviously we're six on four there and um really nice eye to hand coordination from um Aaron Nazarian at the back sticker pops up and he just one times it out of the air and makes it three each and puts us into overtime, which was uh, not so much of a damn squib, but not that many chances. And then into a long shootout procession where both goaltenders were were absolutely superb through the through the pace. And uh, you say Cardiff coming up with the extra goal in the shootout, things to be worked on, I guess. Like a lot of the guys in less than a week, as you say, Charlie Curdy just in what 24, 36 hours before the game. Bit of jet lag. Guys had a long, hard week practice. They had that skip test early in the week. Getting to know each other. You talked there, Simon, about the very first goal that we conceded. Just little communication things that didn't happen on Saturday night. You know, the, those those things get ironed out. This is the time to iron them out, isn't it? These are what this these are what these games are for. And yes, everybody wants to win everything. I want to win, you know, when I'm playing against the kids in the garden. It's it's just some people have got the want to win at whatever they do. And of course we want to win a big crowd in there, but I don't think anybody's going to be too worried about the result. And then, obviously, the the boys jump on a plane, delayed flight the next day, face off delayed. And I'm not, I don't actually think Simon, in terms of the flight and stuff being delayed, that's a bad thing to allow the guys to get in the mentality. These things can happen during the season. Get these out of the way early. Here's an experience for you. If you're delayed again, this is what you do with your extra half hour in the airport. This is what you do when you get to the rink because you need to be preparing a little bit quicker than you did before. You'd be out of the rink later that night, so you've got to be, you know, prepared to go to bed later, up earlier. All these things that, you know, will be <coughs> a learning curve for a lot of these guys. They're, they're all, I'm not going to say season pro, but they've all been about. They know what it's about. So, what yourself Saturday night yourself, Simon? We obviously jumped out that really fast start where we got the two power play goals on that first um, penalty. I'll try and get the video up while you stall for time while I try and get the video. Okay, I, I didn't get to watch the game at the time. I was busy. I was out working. Um... And I watched it back on Sunday. Uh, I have to admit, the team, I thought we really controlled the game for much of the, yeah. much of the play. Um, you know, you're five minutes. Oh, there's that penguin. Um, the uh, It's sort of one of those ones where, you know, you get off to a really good start. Um, 
trying to remember the name of their goalie, their new goalie booth. Um, faced a lot of rubber. I think it was 48 shots on target, 78 all together around those numbers. And, you know, and and it, it's you, you just want to basically try get through these games as fit and as healthy as possible. Um, you know, and, and and yes, you want to win. Yes, you want to get some some leadership. Yes, you want to get some um, some guys basically finding chemistry early on. Um, but when you when you get to a stage and you're giving up four goals in about six minutes, um, and basically we just fell asleep for for that length of time. You talk about getting up early, missing, you know, um, fight being delayed. You're not getting your sort of pregame routine set up as well, and and those three things can cause a challenge, but. Look, Adam always says there's no don't make no excuses here. We just get on with it, do what we gotta do. I mean, look at that finisher from Quinn Preston. I'm telling you, now, this kid is gonna. He's got it. He has got it. I've watched him in practice again this week. He's got skill to burn. He really, really has. Sees the ice really well. Um, I mean, you were at the game on, on Saturday night, David. Did you see his Michigan attempt and work time? Yeah. What he what he has says. I'm not even sure whether whether it was referenced by. Josh Roach on Friday night in the game, whether I was speaking to Coops before, I can't remember who it was that said about his quick release. And you see in that goal there, the, the puck's off his stick way before the card of 10 he's expecting it. And it's through the five hole there. But yeah, he's got he's just got a little mental step ahead of other people there, which is, you know, as, as good as a yard of pace as, as the yard in his head. Unfortunately for Jackson Whistle, we coughed up a few goals there on, on Saturday night that, you know, early season form. I think to be fair, there's probably one or two on Friday night as well that mid-season form goalies don't let in. So, you know, it's all good. It's Everybody got a, bit, a good amount of ice time. Um, Sean Norris really played well on, on Saturday night. But as you said, the most important thing was five on five. We were dominant in terms of, certainly in terms of possession. I shot them at least two to one, I would say. Did you say 48-24 or something there, Simon? Um, yeah. So we created chances. I guess the... And I'm not going to say concern because it's of no concern. It's a preseason friendly. We didn't just fill the net on Saturday night the way we did. Good to see the power play working really well. The PK is still at 100% over the weekend. PK is going to have to be really, really strong this week. Especially with this minor major penalty rule that we're talking about. You give these Finnish teams, you know, big opportunities. <clears throat> we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to run into big problems. So good to see the positives for me. Real strong penalty kill. Really strong five on five across the piece. Uh, I thought Saturday night were pretty dominant. And I think you add yourself on that. Yeah, Saturday night again. I, I thought you. I, I've said it already. I thought we played decent, apart from maybe a five or six minute spell in the, in the second period. Jackson knows himself. He's, he's you know he's got to do better on a couple of those occasions. Uh, there's a couple of goals that didn't get much support from that third one. We just coughed it up for them. You, you can't do that at this level. Uh, make no mistake about it, the Cardiff Devils. Are going to be a really strong team this year. They've they've recruited very well. They've spent, you know, top end money for top end players. There's, it's um, you know, they're going to be a really really tough opponent this year. I, I see it right the whole way throughout the league. You know, it, it, you even look down at the bottom of the league from last year. Five Flyers, they've made some good signings. They really have. The Panthers coming up with a big signing there the day before yesterday. I think it was, um, and Adam Johnson played a you know yeah, a yeah, cup yeah. of tea in, in the in the show and. A lot of AHL games. Um, so the Panthers, you know, let's be honest, the Panthers last season, for a, I don't know what the Panthers fans think. I'm sure Jono uh, would have a um, a word or two to say about it, but it was absolutely horrendous. Um, and when you're talking about 
you know, wanting to compete at this level. Neil Black would have been fuming last year the way they turned out. What was it? They ended up sixth. It was fifth or sixth place, um, or maybe seventh actually. I can't actually remember it, but it, it's no, it wasn't good enough. It simply wasn't good enough. And um, you know, when you're talking along the lines of, of this season, and, and everybody says, "Oh, you look good on paper." Hockey's not played on paper. Um, it's about turning up and getting ready to go every single night. And and whoever gets the best start doesn't necessarily, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. We look at Guildford last year; they're 14 points ahead of us, and at the start of December, um, I managed to turn it around. So we've done it before. Um, do you want to go 14 points down against? First place team coming in the end of December again this year? Absolutely not. So it's uh, Adam will have the guys ready to go. Um, it's 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 important that you know this this weekend um, coming up against Finland, the, the Finnish team. Sorry, which we'll talk about. I'm sure in a few minutes, but it's a it's imperative we don't take any penalties. You you've seen it in the Giants penalties there. The card threw a couple of early penalties on um, on Saturday night, and it rolled over and rolled over. You can't be doing that against like Tampa and Luko. It, it's these teams will be, you know, they've been practicing for ten or twelve weeks, and we're just in there not even a week, and um, and, and they will be ready to go. Make no, no mistake about it. Right. Well, says that's kind of the the two games from the weekend um, covered. I see our first guest in the green room, but before that happens, your mom has turned up. Hello. Um, Awful, Hello, Paddy. How are you? Awful, welcome, welcome to View from the Bridge, Patrick. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. What a disaster that was! Uh, listen, I've, I've been, I've been, um, I've been, uh, I've been watching you while I've been doing this. It's been a great Has show. Has it been okay? Oh, it's been fantastic. I was just taking, taking a bit. bit of We're a nearly finished. Yeah. I know, I know. My apologies to you guys. My apologies to everybody. But, uh, but uh, it's been a great show so far. Uh, so let's start with the game that took place on Friday night. <laughs> no, that's not the end. The, uh, <clears throat> and one thing for me, and you, you'll forgive my throat as well, I've, I had a bit of a heavy weekend. Um, we uh, One of the things I took away from, I thought that the Giants did well as well, just listen to you, Sis, and, uh, and you, Davey, as well, is that there were times when they really controlled the weekend. I felt that mm. you know we, we were wanting to get from these two games against the Cardiff Devils all sorts of different practices and all sorts of different scenarios because when these two Finnish teams come at us, they're going to come at us flying. So I feel from the weekend, we gained everything we needed to get from the two games against the, the Devils. I guess the one thing that we, we kind of covered, Simon, on the first game was Mark Cooper and Travis Bryan having a little altercation, um, which, of course, in the CHL, we'll see you probably down the tunnel mm. and a, a considerable Euro fine. Um, Saturday night, obviously, Ollie Cooper um, did the Batch. same. He's laid a hit on Josh Batch, not even particularly late, and they've, they've, they've skated around with each other. Do you want to go there? And then they've gone centre ice. And after the, because the Giants had went from 3 0 up early in the game and would been clawed back to, uh, and were 4 3 down, the odd goal and seven behind. And uh, Ollie Cooper had that fight with Josh Batch and straight afterwards skated the Giants bench. Don't know what was said, but was obviously pumping the boys up. And we came out and dominated the rest of that third period. We really did. It's good mm -hmm. to see. We talked about um, Coop stepping up for Kohai Sato. Um, you seen, who was it, Petronello coming in for, I'm not sure who it was. Travis Josh Waller. 
and 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 Oliver trying to you know pump the rest of the team up. So that's got its place still in the game. You talked about it, seven six thousand three hundred twenty two people, every single one of them not using their seat when that happens. So you know, good to see us title hockey, but that's got to obviously that's not going to happen this week in the CHL or we're going to be. Remember Kevin Rain in our first uh, foray in the foray yeah. into the the CHL with that that famous herf. Liberace, yeah. it was Liberace. They came in on the day of the game, thought they were going to be Billy Big Balls and got sent home. Got sent home a tail between their legs. But here, Paddy, we we kept kept the man waiting long enough here. Absolutely, and um, delighted to welcome on to your view from the bridge. Uh, He scored the the equalising goal uh, on Friday night. That's Aaron Nazarian. How are you doing? Hey, what's going on? Not too bad, not too bad. Turn your phone 90 degrees. I should get you a better picture for it. Oh, screen's locked. Take a lock. Locked. Locked. Nah. <laughs> All right. Don't worry. <clears throat> me. Hey, there we are. There we are. Better? Yep, absolutely. Thanks for joining us, mate. Um, let's start with just you know, your first real uh, experience of Belfast Giants hockey in front of that crowd at the SSE Arena took place on Friday. And um, you you set the place alight with that equalizing goal. What was your, uh, what, what was your take on, on the weekend? It was awesome. You know, um, I didn't really know what to expect it being a preseason uh, friendly. Um, you know, I played in preseason games in the past uh, and the atmosphere wasn't even close to that. So, um, you know, it was a great, great atmosphere. The, you know, the crowd was electric um, and it was just awesome to get the, you know, the first taste of playing uh, in front of the home, the home crowd. What were you looking to get out of the weekend? Because obviously we've got two massive challenge games in the in Champions Hockey League coming up. So you, obviously there was a plan to gain something from these two games against the Devils. Yeah, you know, I think we just wanted to focus on things we've been working on in practice. Um, you know, uh, you know, get some lines gelling, you know, get the power play going, the penalty kill. Um, you know, just fine-tuning a little, a little uh, areas of our game um, to, get, to get ready for, uh, you know, some – some really good hockey in Finland. And uh, I think, you know, I think we did that the second game versus, um, you know, Cardiff, we, we ended up out shooting them, I think, you know, you know, almost double. So we, uh, yeah, you know, we were just, we were just trying to, um, you know, fine tune our game and, you know, get the, get the ball rolling. All right. Hi, Timmy. Um, one of my little rules within the clubs to do some statistics and, um, Whenever a new player signs for the club, I'm sort of whether they're going to do a press release, they'll sometimes come to me and give us an interesting stat about Aaron Nazarian. So I had to dig deep for you, but here's one that I came up with. In the last census, there's 34 Nazarians in England, there's six in Wales, one in Scotland, none in the Republic of Ireland, and there's now only one in Northern Ireland. You're the first Nazarian in Belfast. <laughs> That's great. Wow, that- uh, it's an honor, honestly. That's incredible. I didn't know that. So, so there's forty one in the UK. Much, uh, much. There's forty one in the UK, and you're the only one on that side of the water. So, um, I'm not sure whether it's congratulations, but it is what it is. But anyway, you enjoyed your first weekend, and when we're talking there, I don't know if you caught the tail end of what me and Sam were saying. You know, you had to go through that. The flight slightly delayed, face off delayed, and all the little different things and game preparation that that brings. So, it just just throw a little something different into the mix for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, we got in a little late, um, you know, so our warm up was delayed. But it is what it is. I mean, it's a, a little adversity early on doesn't hurt. I mean, if anything, it helps us. And you know, we prepared just like it's every other game. You know, um, 
and we and we played well and we played well we had like you guys were saying we had a little lapse there uh for a few minutes which which cost us but um you know at the end of the day we're you know um we're just trying to you know gel together and and get ready for the chl upcoming and you'll have had now experience obviously you've had the the sse with six thousand people in it you've had Cardiff now with over three thousand, so that's a nice experience for the first weekend of a of a preseason exhibition. The two full houses. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, you know, these are these are all places I've never been. You know, I've never been to Belfast. I've never, I've never been to Cardiff. So this is all new for me, and it's really cool. Um, you know, it was really cool to hear hear the anthem that they did in in Cardiff, and um, it was a great great road game experience. And you know, I'm just excited for for more games like that. Now, uh, when you look at last weekend, obviously in Belfast and then in Cardiff, and um, we only you're only in the country just over a week now. Um, does it make it easier when you know guys and you know have familiar faces that the likes of Jacob Friend and Kohei Sato? Uh, does it make it easier for you to settle in? Yeah, for sure, for sure it does. Um, you know, knowing you know even even knowing one guy on the team helps. Um, like you said, it's just a familiar face, and uh, yeah, like you said, I played with. Uh, Kohei at UNH. I played with Jacob in uh, Jacksonville. I also played with uh, Charlie Curdy my first year in Adirondack. So, um, you know, I, I, I know some guys, I knew some guys coming in, which helps. And I also knew some guys that have played here before. So, um, yeah, it's just, it definitely helps just knowing a few guys it just makes it a little easier at the start. But, you know, I've gotten to know, you know, all, all, all my teammates and everyone's just been uh, really nice and welcoming so far. And, it's been a great experience so far. Who's the joker in the room? The joker in the room. I think right now it's Sato. I think he's. Uh, I think he's up there for joker in the room right now. Absolutely. Um, obviously, a big part of you coming to Belfast was you wanted to take part in the CHL. Uh, you've been on the ice now for a couple of days. You're getting ready for an early start tomorrow morning, and we do appreciate you coming on tonight thanks very much for that um what you know obviously the challenge ahead is going to be a big big one these two teams are are top notch and, and obviously with Tampa, you're playing against the chl champions for last year what sort of challenge are you expecting yeah so i mean obviously they're a really fast team um so they're going to come out flying and uh they're fast you know physical they've, they've got a great power play you know i heard you know, you guys were talking about we need to stay out of the box, which, which is true, <laughs> especially with those CHO rules. I mean, we scored, you know, we scored two power play goals in Cardiff the other night. Um, you know, that's a really interesting rule. I've never, never, you know, played or seen that before. So, yeah, they're going to be fast. They're going to be skilled. Um, you know, we're we're going out there to make a statement and you know, you know, work hard. And uh, you know, any, anything can happen. So you know, we're just going to play our game and you know, see what see what happens out there. What do you think uh, of that rule? I, sorry, just sorry, David. Just yeah, wait. Yeah. What, 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 what do you think of that rule? Because obviously, like it is a bit different, and it sort of not doubly penalizes the the team who have been put in the box because you've gained your advantage, you've gained your goal. You're basically been told that every minor is now a major. Kind of, you know, you, you are you are being double. Uh, Cardiff were more or less doubly penalized for the for for what they did. Right. No, it, it's an interesting rule for sure. I mean. You know, you score, say you score 30 seconds into the power play, you still have another minute 30 to, yeah. to get another goal. And um, I think that it's just, you know, it just emphasizes that you, you got to stay out of the box or you're going to pay a price. It's, it, it's the other way as well, isn't it? I mean, didn't we yep. 
if you score in the if you score short handed, your guy comes out of the box because Tedesco yep. scored, and I, I I didn't know that I didn't I must have missed that part when I was doing my research, um. But the the obviously I can't remember who it was in the box at the time. Um, he came out of the box obviously when Tedesco scored, and and um, I, I like it. I have to admit, I really do like it. Yeah. Um, Why? I might not, I might not like it on Friday or Saturday. Um, <laughs> if we could, you know, if they basically turn up in Luco and you, uh, Tampa, but you never know. I just yep. the ad party. I was I was chatting with uh, as, as coach would say, I was chatting with Keller before the game. I was chatting to Todd before the game, and he was saying it's something that he might think about proposing for the likes of the Challenge Cup, just to do something yeah. different. Bring it in. To, let's let's rule it through a, a competition to to see if it. it then then we've got something to build on. Does it add goals to the game? Does it add excitement to the game? Because at the end of the day, all these rules that have changed over the years, goal size, etc., is. In the UK, you may as well play three on three the whole game. Yeah. Well, Referees, but what, but, are going to be called. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, but, 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 you know, says you said, you know, you like it. Is it because it brings more goals? Is it because it, because I, for me, it, like I say, it feels as if, like, if we were to take that penalty and we were concede three goals on that penalty in the space of two minutes, I'd hate that rule. You know, it's just like, yeah. It swings and roundabouts, Paddy. It's it really is. I mean, obviously, if I went the other way when when Cardiff scored against us, uh, I mean, I touch wood. You know, we we did pretty decent. You know, with a hundred. Well, not pretty decent. We did excellent um, on the weekend. the penalty kill all weekend. You know, hundred percent. You can't do any better than that. And and obviously scored a shorty as well. So um, again, preseason form against uh, Cardiff Devils, and then going to this weekend against Tampa. Going to be two completely different things, but I take your point. Ara, I'm going to queue up the goal from Friday night just because eh, it's nice to score a goal. It's nice to talk about it. But talk through, like, so the eye hand coordination that, that's something that you'll have practiced and you've done a million times in your life. But to, to bring it off for a game time goal with seconds left, six on four, goalie pull must be extra special. So I'm just going to, I'm going to add it in the stream here and we'll watch it in speed and then we'll watch it in. Uh, We'll watch it slow-mo and you can talk us through it. Yeah, I think at this point it was six on, uh, you know, six on four there at the end or six on, um, we had extra guy goalie pulled, but uh, Princer, uh, Greg Prince threw one across the net there and it hit my skate. And then I don't know how it popped up, but it somehow hit, hits my skate there, pops up and then I kind of just whacked at it. Uh, you know, I played baseball growing up, so I think that helps with the <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know, that was awesome. I, I was fired up. Um, you know, the team was fired up. I, uh, it's nice to get one, get one out of the way early at home, you know, in front of the home crowd. So, um, yeah, and also, you know, continued the game and, um, you know, went overtime and into a shootout there. And it was good, though. It was, it was, it was a cool moment for sure. It's interesting as well. You score that goal on, on Friday night and then Cardiff get quite a, not a similar goal, but a goal that bounces off the backboards and has to be batted out of the air as well. Yeah, they had a goal Saturday night. Yeah, their guy yeah. missed the net, hits the hits the glass, pops, you know, pops right out and then their guy taps it in. Um, you, you, you just have you just... It's it's that like you say, David. It's that quick hand eye coordination where you just have to, you know, not just that, but keep your stick low, and and, and keep it low so you're not you're not being called high sticks. Well, yeah, I seen, put... I seen, I seen Bouncy. As soon as it went in, Bouncy was giving it the. I had a, uh, I had a coach in high school who at the at the end of practice, he, um, you know, we would just sit at the back door and he would just throw pucks yeah. and you just whack like, 
you know, 10 or 20 pucks in the net. Um, just a little end of the practice drill, but I think, I think that stuff helps for sure. So what you, Simon you to, says, you need to text them and tell them you got your first goal in Belfast doing that drill. So uh, I, uh, <laughs> better credit to him. I definitely will. Yeah. As um as as, as Simon has says, you've only been in here about a week or so. How has the settling and been going? You know, it's, it's trying to find your feet. It's been great. Um, you know, the setup here is awesome. Um, the city's awesome. Um, you know, we're we're a walk away from the downtown and um. Just cool. A lot of history here. A lot of a lot of stuff to do. You know, I'm you know, like you said, we've only been here ten days, but um, I still feel like I have so much to do. I played a few rounds at the uh, Hollywood course, mm. so that's nice. been fun. Um, Already? Yeah, I, I had to get out there a few times. While you playing today, were you? Uh, today I played. Uh, yeah, just nine, just nine holes with uh, with Jacob Friend. So, Ara, you were you were sold, obviously sold by Steve Thornton, Adam Keefe, etc. Sold, you were sold a picture. This is what you can expect when you come to Belfast. Bring your clubs with you. We'll sort you out with golf. <laughs> You'll have nice digs. You'll get a car. There'll be a gym. There'll be food. It'll be whatever. Has yeah. it lived up the expectations? Is it better expectation? Like, I'm not trying to bum the club up too much here, but the players do seem to be pretty well looked after in Belfast. Yeah, it's, it, it's better. It's better than the expectations for sure. I mean. It's, it, it truly is a world-class organization. You know, we're, it, we're treated really well, treated, you know, like professionals should be. And, um, you know, everything here has for sure exceeded my expectations um, than what I thought coming in. So it, it's been great. It's been great. And, um, you know, that just, that just makes you more excited for the season, more excited to play, you know, and um, it's been awesome. Obviously, you've got uh, Logan with you, um, but you've also got Wit with you. Is yeah, there? I got, yeah, Wit's over here. I can hear Wit going backwards and forwards there. I know, I know. Oh, all nice. oh, the Wit. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody listening in, well, you see him tilting. Hello, his head. hey Wit. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and obviously, you know, Wit's made some friends as well with uh, with Guinness, and you've got uh, Rue, and there's also Puck. Puck um, yeah. So you know, keeping them company anyway. But we yeah, we talked yeah. we talked last week on the pod. Who had we on last week? Simon, remind me. It was a week ago. Um, uh, Sean Norris and Matt McLeod. Yeah, so with Matty McLeod on, and he was talking about he's doing university this year, and he's he's really happy. You know, and and in the space that he, he's in, he's in a happy place and. You've got your dog with you, and you're saying that you're you're in a good setup there. That happiness has to translate onto the ice. You know, if you're happy away from the rink, then you know it, it's, it stands the reason that you should be happy going to it as well. Oh yeah, yeah. It, you know, and it's a, it's a, a form of you know comfortability. Um, you know, I come back, I get I see Logan, I see you know Wit, and um, I'm also doing school as well uh, okay. through LaSalle. So um, yeah, it's just you know everything has just worked out really well. Um, in terms of you know getting over here and the setup and and all that, so and uh, you know there's a, there's plenty of grass for him to run around, so that's also so, fun. what are you, what are you studying? What course are you doing at the? I'm doing the uh, MBA through LaSalle. So uh, yeah, so at UNH I was a sports management and leadership major, business minor, and then now I'll have the uh, the MBA through LaSalle. So. And how, how big a factor is that whenever the Giants came to recruit that opportunity to play 
prepare yourself a little bit more for life after hockey for the real world as we sadly call it but you know for whatever comes down the line that this is a real big stepping stone for you as well yeah at first I, I at first I wasn't going to do the program and then I talked to Steve more about it and um, you know it just makes sense it's just it's just another you know a great addition to your resume and not only that, but you're also, I'm also learning, I'm going to learn a lot through this program that, that is going to help me down the road and, you know, help me potentially land a job down the road when, whenever I'm done playing. And, it, you know, it just, you know, helps you, you know, set yourself up for success down the road, which, which is important. So. Fantastic. Well, listen, I, I know you've got an early start tomorrow. It's a long journey out to Finland, two games and which face off less than 24 hours beyond each other, which is uh, which is going to be a real challenge, especially with the with the teams that you will face. But uh, but thanks for joining us, mate, and uh, a good goal on Friday, good good performance over the weekend, and we're and we're, we're hoping to see more. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate. It. Thanks for having me on. See you soon. Cheers, guys. Big <clears throat> excuse me. Big thanks to Aaron Azarian for his t- for his uh for his time. Uh, we have George Awada waiting in the wings. Before we go to him. Riyad Sis had a chance to pop down to training and chat to uh, Quinn Preston and to <coughs> Charlie Curley. Charlie Curley, after practice Monday morning. Uh, Charlie, you're only in five days. Um, you've already got two games under your belt. What do you think of the uh, the challenge at the weekend from the Cardiff Devils? Uh, obviously a great challenge. Yeah, great, great challenge. We got, they, they got a great team. We got a good squad. We're going to match up well this year. Um, so it's going to come down to whoever competes. It feels like every game there is going to be a playoff game. Even friendlies aren't aren't so friendly. So uh, really good, you know, getting thrown right into the fire. You know, getting used to a bunch of new guys. But uh, I can really tell that this is going to be a special group uh, on and off the ice. We got a really good bond already, and uh, yeah. So looking forward to the challenge of the entire league and uh, what it's going to take to get the trophies this year. You did. This is your second trip to Northern Ireland. Obviously, you were here a few years ago with the. Uh, with Yale for um, the Friendship Four. Um, have you seen any changes in the city since you were here? Or have you noticed anything? Um, well, we were with family, and then we were practicing, focusing on hockey a lot. Um, obviously, the weather's a tad bit better here right uh, now, but uh, it was a little cold and rainy uh, when we came the last time. But uh, So it's nice to see the sunshine a little bit, uh, lighten up the city a little bit, and seeing everyone outside and enjoying it. Um, but yeah, getting a chance, a little extra chance, a little more time here in training camp to walk around town, get a feel for it, get my sense of direction down. CHL are off to Finland on Wednesday. Must be looking forward to the challenge at that level. Oh, absolutely thrilled. You know, I followed the CHL for a few years once I was aware of it. You know, once you look beyond North American hockey and, and see what kind of quality hockey there is out there and kind of the, the difference in pace and, and style of play with every league. And uh, I'm really excited to see how we match up at that level. I think we got a lot of fast, disciplined players that uh, can really compete and Look forward. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you. Quinn Preston, after uh, practice on Monday morning, uh, what do you think about the games that, against Cardiff at the weekend? Obviously, the massive crowd at, at the SSE Arena on Saturday. Lost my days. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday, and then making the trip over to, uh, no, Friday. Friday. It was Friday, so you got it wrong. <laughs> uh, and then making the trip over to Cardiff on Saturday. What was your thoughts on the two games? Uh, I was really excited, especially to get in front of the home crowd for the first time, uh, see what it was like there. Uh, I think we let a couple slip, but we got some stuff to work on. I think Saturday we played a lot better, had a lot more chances. So I think we're getting closer to where we want to be. And 
just exciting, obviously. It's my first time overseas, first games overseas, so I was just trying to soak it all in and play my game, play fast and have fun. Bigger ice, um, you enjoying that part of it? Oh yeah, a little extra space out there makes it a lot of fun. Uh, just getting that, that extra step, a uh, little second to think. I think I'd kind of like adjust to it early. Like Some places in North America, you wouldn't have as much space here. You can just take an extra stride and make a little, little extra time for yourself, so I'm, I'm definitely enjoying it. It's it's blatantly obvious that you're 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 bucking load of skill. Um, I've seen your Michigan attempt uh, on Sunday, Saturday. Sorry, talk us through that. Uh, yeah, it was just a little kind of a broken play behind the net in overtime. I knew the two guys that the one guy that was covering me kind of got tied up and puck was on edge, so I just tried to scoop it up real quick and rolled on me a little bit when I got out in front of the net. So I kind of hesitated, but just in the moment, just trying stuff, trying to trying to do some fun stuff, exciting stuff. This weekend, uh, big big challenge. Uh, you're off to Finland on Wednesday evening. Uh, you must be looking forward to the challenge for sure. Oh yeah, I'm really excited for this. Uh, it's a real test to see where my game's at for the season coming forward, and I'm excited to see what they got over there. Obviously, they got a lot of skill, a lot of speed. They've been together a little longer than us, but I think we'll go out there, give them a hard time, and just try to soak it all and have a good time. Cheers, Kate. Thank, thank you. Cheers, thank you. As a man who's been as a man who's been follically challenged for the guts of well over twenty years now, when um when Quinn Preston took to the blue line before the game on Friday without without <laughs> not wearing his helmet, I give him a round of applause. That hair is absolutely magnificent. Like it's 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 wonderful. I just and he puts the helmet on, it just comes out the side as well. It's just like that's that that cracker, absolute belter. <laughs> I thought he had a great weekend as well. Oh, great! I thought he had a great weekend. Yeah, this kid's good. Like this kid is good, and you know, again, it, it, it it's you see it and. We spurts and just what he can do with the puck. He was out there on um, Monday. Um, I was up in Dundonald just watching the guys practice, and it, it's just unbelievable. It really yeah. is. It's skillful, really skillful, really smart. And, you know, he sees the ice really, oh, really well sorry. as well. So just, hopefully... just when you're talking, I'm going to try and I'm just going to try before, maybe even when George comes on there. Um, his goal. Um, yeah, we were talking about it before you came on, Paddy. This might be yes. good, actually. It's the here. speed, the speed of the release off the stick, is, is what gets the goal. Um, might be. I'm just sorry, I'm scrolling. No, it's the next one. It's the third one, isn't it? That's us there now. There. So I'll, I'll there. pause it at this stage. You can yep. inter- introduce the the fabulous guest, and uh, he can talk. Absolutely. He can talk. He can talk us through. Well, let's do that. And we'll welcome back to your view from the bridge, one of the assistant coaches of the Belfast Giants, that is George Awada. Welcome back, mate. Thanks, guys. How are you doing? Not too bad. Davey was just going to cue you in there and this this goal from uh, this goal from Quinn Preston. Haven't we just yeah. talked about him and his hair, but uh, mostly about his goal scoring <laughs> technique and your your thoughts on on what we see here. Uh it was a pretty nice goal. <laughs> the kid <laughs> has very good hands, but is better than his hands as a shot. Um, and his release and Besco can attest to that because even in our, our little mini games, he was he was clipping Besco and he's Besco's hard to score on and he realizes good shooters. Um, and the, he picked it out right away saying this kid's got one of the best shots he's seen in a long time. So for him to get that opportunity in that space, um, it's good to see, you know, being confident in the first game like that. And we just want to see more of it. Um, or sorry, the second game there, you know, but that first weekend, like he was saying earlier in that, that interview, he's it's his first time here. But I think a lot of these guys, it's their first time over and they're, they're acclimated pretty quickly. And it was great to have that competition with Cardiff because they, you know, we, we tapped them even before we stepped on the ice to be one of the better teams in the league. And George, it just gave us a good marker. Yeah, he gets that. When you see that, basically, he has, he has the camera who it was in front of him. He has the screen in front of him. It's a little bit of a toe drag and changes. Yep. You know, Brian's just basically coming out. Adam has his bounce coming out. 
It's that Not little bad. bit of a toe drag and then snap over the over the shoulder. I, I thought it was an absolutely brilliant goal. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's and it's all there. Like you said, the Michigan, like no one tries that unless you have that awareness and ability to do it in the timing. And I mean, anyone can do it maybe when there's nobody around, but he tried it in the middle of a game. And it's he says it's for fun, but it is he's at that that level. He tries these things because he has the ability. Yeah. Um, and you see, he's a couple steps ahead. You know, he's still, I, I don't want to say he's a young kid, but he's still, he has a lot to learn. But it's just great to have him um, with us right now. And hopefully, like I said, he gets confidence in his game so he can, with the big sheet, um, he can pull and snap all night and <laughs> score goals like that for sure. He try, he try, he tries it in a preseason game though. Would would he be thanked for trying it if it was a if it was a league game against Cardiff and the game was you know, on? If he pull it off against Tamra, I'm, yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a hug. <laughs> you know, like because you know it's it's the unexpected thing, right? You know, and like we're not gonna sit over here like Tortorella and say it's the worst thing for the game. All this skill, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it is what it is. Um, and if like I said, if you can do it, you can do it. Not everyone can pull and snap. He did it so. But you know, again, it's not it's not the first option you look for. But yeah. if, like again, like I said, if you read the ice and see the game, know where your mark is, it's there. Why not? You know, and, and yeah. But if he's doing it every time, <laughs> and it just yeah. like it's a sideshow, then you're just like then then keeper's got to sit down with him and say no more. <laughs> so so when it came to this weekend, George, to, uh, from uh, from a coaching perspective and your coaching team there, did you get everything that you wanted from the weekend against Cardiff? Um, yeah. I, you know, I think so. I, you know, like it's the winnings, you know, important and stuff. And obviously losing in overtime, you know, we had an option. We came back in those games, which is kind of, I guess you'd like to see that um, from a, a virtually new squad, you know, um, especially with a decor. Again, they, it's just like last year, we bring all these new guys in um, and they got to learn our process and our ways. So it's just taking those steps. But I think um, that's especially that second night, you know, it's tough, tra- not it's tough travel to wake it up, getting there repeat um we were delayed a bit um in the airports and stuff so the guys showed up performed had a good start faltered a little bit but you know it's it was it was a good first weekend um like i said cardiff's a very good team so for us to match well against them um it's it's just good signs you know early days i guess but it's just good to see the guys come in like i said like for someone like quinn um and all the other guys that are just meshing early and hopefully they can just grow and grow, especially after or going into this weekend, but after this weekend here coming. One thing I, I'm interested in, George, is how players transition from the small ice to the 200-foot ice uh, across in uh, the UK here. Obviously, some of the guys, um, and we have recruited over the last lot of years, like Sato was played in Finland before, guys that have experience in Europe, but how those guys come in. And I, I, was it Quinn you were talking to, Simon mentioned about the, the bigger ice, having that extra yard yeah. of space to, to play with, you know, having that extra space to make a play, you know, it, it's it's almost like a, a new lease of life on them getting onto that big pad. Yeah, no, it, it totally is. And I was talking to uh, Prince about it too, um, you know, because he's, he's used to working hard in the corners and he, I mean, he still does, but I was just like, now you got some more room, you know, you don't have to go through the middle all the time, you know, use your speed and stuff. So it just, it's for us to help them um, understand they do have more time, but also again, these are smart players, right. And skillful players. So once as sooner, sooner that um, they realize they do have a split second, um, they can start showing off their skill a little bit more and not have to chip and chase like they do back in the coast when, you know, and playing on those small barns. So, um, you know, it's, 
the sooner they get used to it, the better. Um, it's good. It's good for us, and especially playing against these these high end teams, from Finland and and Austria and stuff. It's going to help them see how the game is, you know, played at the high, almost the highest level in Europe on the big sheet. Um, and and as coaches too, we learned a lot. You know, just watching you know the, those games in Davos and Schleff, like seeing those teams do what they do. Um, it helps us as well, and I know the players see that in the skill level and hopefully emulate it and just realize there's there's more room and to use it. I, I don't know whether that was the same for you. When you came here, am I right in saying when you came, you went straight to Phoenix, you were probably in Altringham already? No, they weren't no, we were no, in, we're no, in no, the MEN. Were you MEN? MEN, so you, you went straight yeah. on to the guys. I couldn't remember because it was 03, 04 or something, but then you... Yeah. And then you came here before they went to the Altenham, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But you also had a, a transition period then from NCAA and AHL, ECHL before you you came to the UK and went on the 200. Did, can you take any of that experience or is that, is that so long ago in the career now? You know, the, that learning that you did then is transferable to guys now? A lot, yeah, well, the, the, the deal, the thing is that a lot of colleges are Olympic sheets. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these kids that are coming here, these guys, they've they've play, already had experience on Olympic sheets, and then maybe they go to the coast and it's a smaller rink. So they've had um, enough time, enough practice um, playing on big sheets. And for myself as well, way back when, <laughs> when I was playing junior hockey, um, we were playing, we were one of the first teams to have an Olympic sheet. We played at the, the Mari, Mariucci where the Golden Gophers play in Minnesota. And... Um, it was, you know, I was 18 years old playing on an Olympic size sheet and it was great. You just skate all day and have fun. It was almost like bandy or pond hockey, you know, just there's all the room in the world. So it just, it's a different thing. Um, obviously it's less physical. And when I went to college, it was the same thing. I was an Olympic sheet in St. Cloud. So I know Tedesco played an Olympic sheet. He's played European hockey. So a lot of these guys have had touches and experience on the big sheet. Um, and the, the ones that don't, again, like I said, if their brains and their skill can, can match up to the size of the rink, um, they're going to be, they're going to benefit from it. And, and again, and then, and that's our job. If they're, if they're still playing inside a, you know, 185 foot kind of a zone and a, you know, in a, a whatever 80 foot, uh, rink, um, we'll help them expand their game and spread out a little bit and just help, help them acclimate a little bit. Like I said, and, and, and this weekend's a good, it's going to be a good test because we're going to have to use all the ice, um. <laughs> to skate with these guys for sure. Yeah, George, we we always look at the the positives coming out of the weekends. Obviously, the performance on Saturday was better than what it was on Friday. I think overall, and the one thing that you really came out of, you must have been very happy with uh, over the weekend was the penalty kill. Um, with only having you know five days practice, uh, well three to four days practice, obviously with the boys. Um, you know, did you get enough time to work on that, or is that just something that you know they they just you know got together and and uh, managed to do a good job? Yeah, you know, it's it. I mean, depending, it's not hard. You just you have to compete, you know, and work harder than the the pen, the power play, you know. And 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 Mace has taken taken over, um, kind of implementing what we've been doing or what we did last year, you know. But he's he's put the focus on it. So he, we've had a couple of meetings or he's had a couple of meetings with the team just to kind of get their head straight a little bit. Like we like to go aggressive. We like to pressure. We like to do these things. And it's kind of easy for the guys. You just open the door and let them go crazy. Um, and that, that helps the kill in itself. And obviously it was, it was a good challenge having the full two minutes 
um, of kill, even though we didn't give up goals and stuff, but it was just like having that two minutes, like we're going to have this weekend. Um, it was, it was just a good experience, like I said, and there was plenty of penalties, um, and all sorts this weekend. And we were just throwing numbers up and guys out. And like I said, there, there's, it's early, early enough in the season. They're, they're fresh, they're hungry. Um, and it's, um, it's, you play aggressive, you compete, you're going to, you're going to have more success than not. And I, it was good to see it because this time of year, teams don't have their power play up to scratch either. Right. So you can do all you want here, do nothing at all. And power plays are almost in the same situation. So just like our, our style of play is just force and pressure. Um, and it's pretty easy on the kill because you got nothing to lose. You just have to ice it and then reset. I brought, when I brought, um, Charlie Curdy on last week. Uh, must be good to have another mini boy uh, in the locker room yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's you know, like this is my first kind of off season of recruiting or being a part of the recruiting process. And Thor's kept throwing all these Minnesota boys up there. It looked like he was really begging for us to take one. You know, there was a list of them. I'm like, uh, you know, like when we went through them and stuff, it was just it was what it was. But then for you know for Charlie to come on in late in the game like this. Um, it was cool. You know, I, I, I don't know him. I know where he's from and I know some of his coaches and where he skates and stuff, but it is kind of cool. And we were, I just, I was, um, I was, we were talking and I think I, I was the first, I think. And then, um, Welchie was here. Is that right? Um, so there's only been like three of us, yeah. which is hard to imagine with the amount of players that come out of Minnesota to play hockey. But, but again, it's hockey's it's global now, right? So they're everywhere. But it was just it was just kind of funny how um, he's he's landed here. But again, it's the, his connection from Yale and the, you know the Frozen Four. It's all it's all full circle, and it's 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 great. Hi, but how, how much? Sorry, Patty, to jump in. How much fun is that to have someone from back home to sort of like you've been through the system, you've came to Giants, you, you broke so many records. It's such a good one, so much stuff. And to have a kid from home come to where you are now in Belfast and sort of this can, is your home. This is your home now. They can, talk, they, 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 they can talk about the Vikings. They can listen to Prince yeah, music. Yeah, it's yeah. all going on. Oh, all yeah, the whatever sort of stuff. music it is to listen to. It is cool. It, you know, actually, it was funny because I don't know. It's a, it kind of an inside joke, but I was going to have him run to Target for me <laughs> and bring some <laughs> stuff over because it's it's massive in Minnesota and it's it's uh, the Walmart or the I don't yeah. know what else to say comparable over here. But it just it is it is nice to have those connections. Um, and again, like he's I, even throughout his his playing career, I know where he's played and the coaches and the players he's been with. Um, and it, it and it's cool, you know. But even even um, Kohei. I have a connection to Kohei for some, some reason. He, he played in North Iowa with like in the coach. He's, I think he's from Minnesota, Rochester or something. Um, and there was like a dozen players from Minnesota that I trained that played with Kohei in wow. North Iowa. So it's great. And this was Kohei's first, he was playing in NA three and it just, you know, that's how small the hockey world is. And then, so even with him, I think we're talking about kids from Minnesota and everything. So it's, it was, I was busy when I was over there when I stopped playing and, you know, staying in the game and it just kind of seen, you know, it's nice to have Charlie from Minnesota, but there's all these other players I have some connection with just be, again, because Minnesota hockey is, it's pretty big. It's one of the biggest in the, in the States. And so um, the kids that I've worked with have grown up now and they played all over the, you know, the country and colleges and pro and, and it's it, it's great. It's fun. It's hilarious. And same with Quinn. I, there's like three or four kids that he's played with. Like, oh yeah, I was talking, you know, before I came over, this and that. So it's 
it is a small world. Um, I'm a lot yeah. older than these guys, but it's just, it's kind of cool to see that uh, some of the stuff I was doing back there is, it's kind of connected somehow to help me, That's you know, just bond with these guys a little bit and get to know but, them. But with that, how, how, how much of a, not really sure what the question is, you know, how good does that make you feel? That, you know, you're at the stage in your career now where you're almost paying the game back for, you know, you're in coaching, you're, you're, you're staying involved in the game, paying the game back that you've had so much love for, throughout your whole career you can't play it anymore so you're you're giving back in a different way and, and you're bringing these kids up here now like walking in the in the same path you walked 20 years ago must be yeah it must be really nice yeah it's it is cool and it, it, it it's funny like there's a kid i i trained he played at um he played at rpi and he also played at quinnipiac so he's been here twice i think for the mm -hmm. um the frozen four and he um or not the frozen for the friendship and then he um but he sent sent me a picture <laughs> every time he, he was here he sent me a picture of me holding the challenge cup or whatever in the hallway <laughs> yeah. and you know so yes it is it is kind of cool um helping these these guys out um and it i've always even like again like you said before i was when i was back home i was training some college and pro guys and stuff and i was always calling up Kiefer or thorts or whoever was here trying to get them here even be, even before i was here just because I knew it was what what a great organization where where you know it's a great place to start or finish in their career, so I've always been trying to filter in um, guys I know here, and they just obviously there's so many good players that are are available to this team. You know it's hard to get them all, um, but like Justin Crandall, Kevin Schultz, those guys I've trained those guys when they were just peewees and mites and stuff, and so it's great. You know obviously they made it to this league. It's kind of cool, but it's just it it it. It's great. It's cool for me because I never, I mean, I wanted to get into coaching, but it just took a different path, got in development and then getting here now. And then, yeah, just seeing guys from my area that I know it's, it is cool. It is humbling, but it's pretty cool. If I want to get back just briefly to, you know, I know it says talk to you there about the penalty kill and stuff. And we spoke to Aaron Azarian just 10 minutes ago when we were talking about the, the rule in the Champions Hockey League with regards to, you know, the two minutes and, and, not a player not getting released on the power play uh mm -hmm. when a goal is scored <clears throat> how are you guys approaching that is it is there any change in the way that you look at it i guess it becomes a lot more dangerous to go into the box obviously but yeah. it's it's it feels like a significant change yeah no i mean it, it's like, like you know like i'm saying you gotta then we gotta focus on our kill obviously we don't want to take penalties mm -hmm. and that's that's inevitable um at some point but it, it it's good to have this onus early on in the season to um, promote discipline, you know, and we want to win the games or be in the games as long as or as best we can. So that's one thing not to give them an advantage. You know, we don't want to give the puck up and we don't want to give them power plays for two minutes because the skill level over there, it's, it's just next level stuff. So, um, you know, Kiefer's just been just hammering home that we just stay out of the box. And if we're going to kill, we got to go aggressive. And if we're aggressive, we get a chance to score, go score, then it's over, you know? So it's just, it's still playing hockey. Um, and it's, but it was good. We were, you know, we were practicing our power play today, a little extra reps, just for that reason. If, if we do get on the power play, that could help us no matter, you know, whichever way the game's going, that could help us get back in the game you know, having yeah. unlimited chances to score if we do score one, you know, like, like the five minute major. So we can make a, take a positive out of it um, and not be scared of it. And I think this, like I said, this weekend was a good thing. I mean, you saw that with that first period in Cardiff, yeah. it was crazy. Like we could have had like four more, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and the guys didn't let up. They were just, things were clicking and working and we're getting rebounds and stuff. So 
if we can bring that kind of onus into this weekend, um, you know, hopefully we're, we'll we'll take advantage of what we have on either side of it, power play or power play. And just just one more question for me before I let you go. Obviously, you know, it is a big. We've talked about the weekend, and and, and myself and Sam and Davey will go on to talk about it a little bit more. But you spoke there that you were involved in quite involved in the recruitment. How do you feel the balance is of these guys this year? Um, it's it's great so far. You know, like you yeah. know, it, it's it's still early days. Um, but I think it was there. You know, Kiefer challenged them pretty good there on Saturday, and they responded and. Um, it was, it's a good, you know, it's a good group, you know, like you, you saw the skill level, you know, Simon sees it at practice. So it's, it's there, you know, all day. And even today we had a great skate and it was yeah. like, okay, this is, it's not like we're advanced, you know, obviously we're going to get better with our systems and everything, but the guys are competing and playing hard. And that's kind of what we wanted to bring back into this, you know, to this new season, you know, it, obviously we can't, Yesterday's yesterday, so we can't hang on those laurels anymore. We gotta, we gotta go. And every meeting we had about these players was, we need them. You know, obviously, skills huge, but skating and competing is, it's, it's a big thing. It helped us last year. Um, we saw how well Guilford did last year, and obviously, shot. You know, all these other teams have good, fast players, and we just, every team's gonna be proud of what they, what they put together. Um, and I think these guys are off to a good start. And hopefully we just keep building on on what we do with our foundation and how we play and we get to where we want to be faster. Um, and then once we get the hit the league and the challenge cup and everything, then we're at full steam. Fantastic. Well, listen, George, we really appreciate you taking the time because obviously you've got a big travel day tomorrow and, uh, and, a, and a hell of a weekend ahead. So we really appreciate you taking the time to come and join and chat this and uh, good luck. Good luck this weekend. And no doubt we'll see you through the season. Yeah, no worries. Thank you, guys. Have a good Cheers, one, George. Thank you. Cheers, Cheers George. George. Thank you. Big thanks to George Wallace for for taking the time. Obviously, you know it, it's such a such a a big weekend ahead, and a lot of preparation has to go into it. But it, uh, David, your line of question in regards to the guys coming in from Minnesota and uh, what it means there is fantastic. It just shows we we talk about how the hockey world can be a, can be a small one and how they, things can come back around. Not just for the guys who are on the ice, but obviously for the uh, the, the the coaching team as well. Obviously, I like my first love is East Belfast and this this team that represents this great city of ours. And these guys come from North America. And I, I know I've said this to exhaustion. These guys come and represent my city because I'm not good enough. Would I love to play for the Belfast Giants? Of course I would. Would I have loved to? Yes, but I'm never going to be good enough. And these guys come from all across North America and Europe or wherever they came from. You have the likes of Roman Cavalier and, and Marty Clamp and all that came from Eastern European countries. You know, they come and they represent Belfast and loads of them stay uh, and they make my home their home. And I don't think there can be a bigger compliment than Northern Ireland. And, you know, these guys who came to play hockey and, and, and moved their lives here. And then somehow and some twist of fate to go away and they come back again and get a job and come back to the organisation and then bring kids from where they're from in North America who might be the next Georgia Wada in 10 or 15 years from now. Who's to say there's not a, a, a future Belfast Giants coach on this team right now? You know, whenever Adam Keefe came in with Daryl Lloyd and I remember the press release about these two agitating guys that were going to come in and they were going to be fantastic. Who would have thought 15 years later Adam Keefe would be a five-year coach with all the trophies that we've won and all the banners we've hung on him getting like emotional about it. But like no, you're this, right. team, this team means so much. And I remember Todd Kelman doing a, 
I, I can't remember if it was an end of season piece or a start of season piece about being, you know, this club means so many things to so many different people for so many different reasons. And, you know, we're, we're just in such a good place and I nearly, nearly need, like, feel like I need to reiterate every week to just ride this wave that we're on because nothing lasts forever. Things will change. Adam won't be the ki- won't be the coach forever. Just like, you know, um, see, can't even remember his name now. Coach the wings, they all the success. Scotty Bowman isn't the coach Scott of the Bowman. Red Wings anymore. You know, it's things change and things move on. But these guys have made their lives here. They're having their children here. Their kids are growing up in Northern Ireland. They're young all star men, women. It's 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 brilliant and just long may it continue. And just to see, listen to George getting sort of. Not excited, but but thinking about Minnesota, but how he how he now brings not how he kids gets from Belfast to Minnesota, how he gets Minnesota kids to Belfast, and that for me is like the ultimate compliment to our town. Yeah, I thought it spoke very very well on that. <laughs> um, did you guys obviously because I was uh, I was late to the party? Did you guys cover the changes that ha- that were uh, in the rink on the? On uh, at the start nope. of the show, no, uh, just a couple of notes I read down here. Just your thoughts on like the, on the change because obviously when I when I walked into the rink on Friday, one of the first things that somebody came up to me and says, "Have you seen the banners?" Now the 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 um the uh retired numbers have moved to the west side of the uh, of the arena, but the banners have been totally changed with a brand new look to them. Obviously, different colours and and they've got the uh, the silhouette of the trophies that were won. Personally, I think it looks great. Um, says, I think it looks unreal. Um, I really did. And to be honest, I, I, we knew they were going up, but I didn't know yes. they were going up before that game. Um, mm. I didn't know they were going to be ready for the start of for the preseason game. So, um, I think they really do add something. And I like the way the retired numbers have now moved to the yes. West End, sort of splits it up a bit. Um, because sometimes when the when the when they, when we have the East End seating, you can't see those numbers at all, yes. and they do deserve to be recognised. We've had that argument before, you know, maybe not all of them, but um, you know, <laughs> there's certainly a lot of the guy that's just the guy that's just left us. He deserves up there. <laughs> Has got as good a shot as yeah, but, but up we there. talked about this before. We, we've said about who should be up there. It's a show on its own. Like it's a damn <laughs> show. On its own. Um, you... But uh, no, I really like it. I think they've done. A, I think uh, you know Glover's done a brilliant job in the. Um, you know, to get that all up and, and, and looking really well. But look again, there's a lot of hard work coming in over the summer. Um you know, changes to the dressing room as well. It says uh, I know Robert Fitzpatrick grabbed me by the arm and said, Come and have a look at this during the third period and went down and had yeah. a look and some uh, major changes to the locker room there that look fantastic. Yeah, they've done a brilliant job. Um, you know, it's we we, we organized the bench they we did the bench club again last year for the chance fans to you know get behind the scenes look we're going to be doing that again this year and anybody that did it last year will not recognize the changes so uh we'll be looking to bring those in um hopefully starting i think it's going to be saturday the 16th of september um so the osc will get that up for sale on saturday the 9th the next home game um so get your Make sure you get your your uh, first opportunity to get in and have a look at the new the new dress names because they do look fantastic. Yeah, there's some uh, real changes in there and some new technology in there and some new looks to it. So Anthony Russell saying it's an AVFTV 20th anniversary show two hour special deciding a name to go to the rafters. He's trademarking that now. It, it, like we've spoken about this all the time about how you know some names absolutely deserve to be there. One or two names maybe is a 
the push, but there are definitely names that are in the history of the Belfast Giants that uh, that really deserve to be up there. Yeah, no, I, I there certainly is an argument for arguably six, maybe seven more. And look, I I, mm-hmm. I know there'll be more added to it over the years. Um, and there certainly is guys that that, that deserve to be there. But again, that's it, there's a lot of teams in North America now, not so much repairing the number, but honoring the number. Mm-hmm. So it basically, I mean, the likes of I yes. don't want to give too much kudos to the the, the clan. They do one every year, um, but it's you know they basically just remember a guy who had a good year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, it literally yeah. it's it's along those lines. But it's more than one season. You've got to play three, four, five seasons before you deserve to be um, on. Yeah, exactly. Like um, like I wouldn't put I like I wouldn't put Theo Flurry up there. Absolutely not. I think he no, came but, in. He would deliver. But but he came in. He had a major impact on this club and did what he did. But yep. is that retireable? Not for me. No, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I think again, you may have you know, to you have to look at like like the Detroit Red Wings, ninety-seven year old, nineteen twenty-six. The the started, so they're coming up on their hundredth anniversary. A handful, the maybe five numbers retired off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, and you've players like, you know. That's Zetterberg, not even in the conversation, yeah, even, and won't ever conversation. be in a conversation for a retired jersey. No, as great as they were, no, like, they, like, they, different, different level, like you know, six time oh, Norris Trophy winner, etc. You know, these kind of things have to be honored. Yeah, that, you, like Terry saw Chuck, etc. At, at the wings, but like you know, my you know, you, you know, my love for the Magic Man and, and how much like what a, an impact player he was for Detroit. But I agree with you. Like, there's no chance he'll ever be in the conversation for his for his number thirteen to go up there, which is a bit painful because I think he is such a such a fantastic player. But follows follows me on Twitter for some reason too. Pat Miles, because only an edge player that I know follows me on Twitter, which is it's be, it's be, it's because he he knows that you know the Belfast Static, and it's uh, he just wants to, to, to uh, he wants to know he wants Chris Higgins pajamas. One, one, one. I was thinking about trying to whether there was a bit of any news, and there's absolutely no news except for one piece of news. And uh, is, <laughs> I love this. There's, there's only one piece <laughs> of news. I know what's coming here. I know what's coming here. It's the fact that the Sheffield Steelers don't know how to spell Sheffield. <laughs> uh, I love that, that they put a two or, or a, a, the video on of the time lapse, which, by the way, those time lapse <coughs> videos are fantastic, and the. The things blow it. Watching these guys, so professional. These guys are amazing. These guys can't spell Sheffield, lads. This is it's it's uh, this is for anybody, for anybody for anybody who's uh, listening in. With obviously the uh, the Belf- sorry the Sheffield Steelers put out a time lapse, and it, one of the things they wanted to point out as well is the fact that on the center spot they have the letters AG for obviously mm. Alex Graham who passed away. But when you pull it back, you realize that they spelled their their sponsor Sheffield Window Center. Sheffield only has one F. Um, they have they have put out a uh, a tweet saying that it will be fixed before the season starts, but they're now going to have to melt the ice, repaint the whole of the center of that advertising, and get it right. It's like uh, there's only there's only one club I could think could do that, and that's the Sheffield Steelers. It's there are times when the, the this sort of stuff is just it's comical, but uh, yes, big, big lot, thanks to them. Thing about it is, Patty, there's an awful lot of work involved. Oh yeah, right. You know, I mean, as you say, I'm pretty sure the Steelers paint their logos on. And in Mm -hmm. fairness, I mean, obviously the FSA, it does look decent. Um, Oh yeah, we 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 take a different approach. We basically have banners below the ice um, where everything's spelt properly. 
Um, and you know, it does look and probably checked before it goes out. I, I'd check that before we. <laughs> What's that? I would double I'd check, check that just before we say anything. No, it's it's all definitely. I definitely put the F on phone cab. It's definitely looking okay. <laughs> um, but look again, it, it's these things happen, and 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 um, you know, there was a bit of a, a chuckle when I did see it coming out. But um, it's uh, again, it, it's. Oh, don't get me started on it. What what one of the comments as well? It is one I do remember from uh, I think it was from our fifth season and the shirts that were made by CH Sports in our fifth season. That on the uh, yeah on the if you looked at the actual Belfast Giants logo inside the shirt behind there where the label was, it didn't say Belfast Giants on it. It said Belfort Giants. And uh, Glover brought that up. Glover brought that up today. You know, yeah. So. Um, but again, who, look, who, who, who owns CH Sports back then? I just can't remember. I can't Cannon remember Hope. who it was. Yeah, somebody There's else. Somebody, there was somebody, well. else uh, somebody else. I can't think. The name, the name escapes me. Can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Sporting regards, anyway. Sporting regards. Right. Well, then, guys, listen, let's, let's start to wrap things up by just having a look at. Look, look at this weekend that we're and the and the games we're going to face. Uh, Friday, um, four thirty p.m. UK time, six thirty p.m. in Finland. Um, the Giants will play Lukarama. Uh, the game will be live on uh, via play via play via play. Did we ever get the end up anyway? Via yeah. play extra via play extra. Um, channel four twenty on Sky if you have Sky. Um, they Luko play in the in the um, Kivaklan. Kellen Arena, I'll, I'll not get that right in Roma. They won a bit of a preseason tournament uh, in the last in the last month or so. They it's one that they hold every year um, against like a TPA, uh, a TPS, and uh, and then Saipa and um, who else? Jokrit. They had they, they won that tournament that they have, but then they've had three preseason games since then and only won one of them. Um, with regards to players in that team, they've got two players uh, on signed rights of Carolina, uh, and two Canadian forwards. Um, in, uh, in Braden Burke and Gabriel Fontaine, both of which have pretty solid AHL numbers. Um, and then on the Saturday, 3 p.m. here in Belfast, 5 p.m. in Finland, uh, it's the CHL uh, and uh, Finnish League champions in uh, Tapar Tempere. Uh, again, it's on uh, Via Play Extra. They've, they've had a pre- pretty mixed preseason also, one win and um, and the last game they played was a loss against Pelicans, who they defeated in the playoffs at the back end of last year. Um, they have a few players who are on a turn with Nashville, Columbus, and Calgary. And Nick Baptiste is on their side. He played for the Sabres for a bit. He also played in Cologne with Germany and for the Marlies. Davey, it's a tough weekend ahead. Yeah, my favourite part of show, Paddy. I'm not going to say it too is. much. Um, look, we're going on this uh, European adventure. Yes. What is it? Half a dozen, five, six games that we're we're going to, and we have to do our utmost to get a result every night. Use this as getting petrol and tank as well for what's a, a going to be a challenge and upcoming, you know, Challenge Cup and Elite League season. We're going to hopefully play seventy odd games again this season. Go right to the last game of the season. So, you know, this is all this is all money in the bank if you like, in terms of physicality for the boys going forward. It's a great experience for them. We're going to play in some brilliant rinks and some brilliant cities over the next few weeks. Um, and all we can go and do is every shift, break it down in the shifts, boys, and just go and give your all for this club and this city for 
for while we're in this tournament and every time we've been in this tournament we've came up with a result and uh, am I expecting us to win six? No, but I'd like us to. But, uh, you know, you go out there and you just try and compete every shift and, and you'll see what way the cards fall. I'm not I'm not going to get too bent out of shape about whatever the scores are. I hope that during this run we come up with a result. We'll shock somebody. We'll, uh, you know, we'll put our name across Europe well that we have done every time we've competed in this tournament. And, and everybody that goes has an absolutely wonderful time and these great cities are going to go and visit. As I said, uh, I think it was uh, when Aaron Azari was on, um, says the two, it's not as if the games were tough enough as they are. Uh, and a big shout there to Jeff Baum's dad, Jeff Baum. Um, it's, not, it's not as if the, the two games are tough as they are, but the face-off times are less than 24 hours apart. You know, you, you've got to just get on with the way the schedule's fallen on us this year. It's not really fantastic um but you know we have a young team uh young geese team there's a couple of you know mid-30s but the majority of them are i think our average is about 27 so they're just gonna have to find a way you know the most important game we, we talk about this every single week the most important game is the next one so uh go out there do your best as davy touched on you know just you know empty the tank and game one game two is gonna be tough i mean there's you thought you give a resume there of, of CHL champions, up. league champions. Yeah, and arguably one of Europe's leading leading ice hockey leagues. And the how arena fun top, is what I would be saying. How fun. Yeah, top, top this is the greatest. This arena. is the greatest time of your life. Yeah, enjoy. Top, top it. the arena is just simply sensational. That's where they yeah. played the world championships four months ago. Um, yeah. You know, and and it's going to be a tough, tough ask. It's. Um, you know, are we expecting them to win four or two games over this weekend? I think everybody will put their hands up and go no. But look, everybody ties their laces the same way. But when you're putting your skates on, get stuck in. So if you can get in there and get on the, you know, concentrate in the first one, stay in the penalty box, stay disciplined. Um, it's going to be absolutely vital. This the discipline this weekend is going to have to be top top notch because, you know, the the Finnish teams are fast. They've been practicing for. 12 or 14 weeks now we haven't even had 12 or 14 days so um their budgets are through the roof you know ours um if it depends on who you listen to in the elite league um of what our budget is um but look we'll we'll represent the ca or the eihl well um with no doubt we'll go out and we'll do our best it's going to be very tough it's it's an interesting one as well. It's like obviously we've got the three away games in the CHL that are coming back to back with two this week, and then and then we go on to uh, Innsbruck. Arguably, when you look at the form tables and, and the way it is, it's the three away games which are the toughest of all the games. Um, when it comes to, we'll talk about the CHL battles at home when they come next week, and then on to um, October time. But I can see that the Belfast Jazz can certainly get something out of this. Out of this. Um, like this is let's be realistic. This is not a trophy that we are realistically have a chance of winning. When you when you'll see the teams that are up there, like Luca, like Tampa, the these are the ones that like as reigning CHL champions, they'll probably be designs on winning it again. But the Belfast Giants can either win or they can learn, and that's what we're going to get from this this weekend. It's a win or learn scenario. You know what what abilities do we have? What speed do we have what skill do we have can we gel some more what can we bring into the elite league season because we are going after those three trophies that still sit in the sse arena um friday half four uh uk time that's half six in finland and then saturday 3 p.m in belfast and it's that's uh 5 p.m 
in Finland for those two games, both on via play extra. And you, that's what it's channel 420 on Sky. And you, I think it's it's basically what replaced uh, free sports. So you should be able to get it on, on most platforms. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing what this Belfast Chance team can do. Uh, any other business, boys? Well, the, the game there on Friday, um, I was speaking to Andrew at Franklin Sports Bar, and it's going to be <coughs> on their screens on Friday afternoon. Oh, brilliant. So, um, you know, we had a really good time down there last year, and on our, I think it was there for two of the games last year. Um, so, you know, if you're stuck for somewhere to watch the game, get yourself down to Franklin Sports Bar. It should be really good. Um, I, just one thing there about we Blakes, we put it a a jersey. I mean, I know that the Boston Trophy, sorry, Boston trip finishes tomorrow. I think it is, Davey, isn't it? Yeah, it, was only the, seven, it was only seven days. It was meant to put it on for 10, but... No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Boston trip. I, I think it finished the, the 31st. One, right, so okay. it finished. You've got your last chance to win that trip to Boston. You know, best of luck to everybody who's who's basically bought a um, a ticket for off raffle. We really do appreciate your support and, and every, you know, every little, every little helps. And and there's a one other one up for grabs there. If you if you're not into going to Boston and you don't want to make a trip across the pond, you've got an opportunity here for a weekend um in at the playoffs. So you have two tickets to the playoffs, two flights from Belfast City Airport, two nights in the park plaza, um, supplied by our friends at Sports Entertainment Tours. So thanks to Sean and John um at Sports Entertainment Tours for their support. And um look again, you get a chance to I think it's is it three quid a ticket for the Playoff for the playoff weekend trip, mm-hmm. so uh, but there's only two or three days left in that as well. So if you can if you can spare a few quid, get yourself a raffle ticket off one or two of those. We'll put up the um, information on Twitter um, after the show, and uh, best of luck. Absolutely, uh, Davy. Nothing from you, right? In which case, then let's just wrap things up, gents. As I said, Friday half four. On uh, on via play or good luck to everybody who's traveling over. It's a hell. That's a hell of a of a road trip. I'm very jealous I, of all those who of all those what, who be traveling what, I, those two games of Finland. My mum always said not to be jealous of anybody, but I definitely have a level of envy that yeah. it's just here. Like and Neil, the coach Russell talks about. It. Robert Fitzpatrick talks about it as well. Um, it's the time of year. Kids go back to school next week. There's uniforms to be bought. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything shameful to say. I can't afford to go. I would love to be yeah. in Finland this weekend, having a bit of crack and more than anything, supporting my team that I love dearly. Um, but this week it's going to be sat in front of the TV with a notepad, taking stats and being a nerd and just enjoying every <laughs> moment of it. Because listen, the winter's better than the summer. That's it. I I am with you a hundred percent on that, Davy. And you know, getting back to the hockey last week, last weekend, as I know you did yourself, I know you did as well. Says it just it it stirred something back in me. The fact that the game is back and we've got a team here to to follow once more. And I am I'm like you. I'm very envious of everybody who's making that trip over to Finland for a play. I don't have the money to do that, unfortunately. But uh, but yeah, I hope everybody hope everybody that uh, I've done Paddy's, the Paddy's to, saving to go to Turkey. Aren't you? <laughs> no, man. I'm saving the. I'm saving. I'm saving the buy. I'm saving to buy a new computer. That's what I'm saving for. Oh, that's <laughs> it is. But uh, but yeah, no. That's you see him. He'll be like this time next year. Says he'll be like Quinn Preston. You know, he'll be like. Yeah. <laughs> been to Turkey for a been to Turkey for a holiday. So back with a mullet. New teeth, new hair. The. 
Uh, yep, four p four thirty p.m. on Friday, Luka Rama away, and five, three three p.m. on uh, Saturday, Tapara Tampier away uh, in the in the in the Champions Hockey League. Um, big thanks to uh, Aaron Nazarian and to uh, George Awada. Big thanks to uh, Quinn Preston and to Charlie Curley. Thanks for getting those stays. Thanks to you, Davey, for cutting the uh, the video. And also, uh, thanks to you two gents for for stepping in when I had absolute disasters at the start of this uh, at the start of the show. <laughs> it happens. Um, you can get us at AVFTV on Twitter. You're on Facebook. We are on KingdomTheGiants.com. Uh, you can get us on YouTube, Twitter. Uh, what else? Or oh, Facebook, and you get us all your normal podcast providers, and wherever you are this weekend, especially if you're over in oh, Finland. Oh. Oh. See the message at the bottom there. You obviously didn't tell your brother you get home okay, Paddy. <laughs> what is, it, is there a message from our Jonath? Oh, there he is. <laughs> I did. I did, Jonath. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't see him at the end of the game either. I just sort of disappeared. Yeah, it happens. But wherever you are this weekend, especially if you're making that travel, that trip over to Finland, we really hope you enjoy your hockey. LFG, AVFTB. Thanks, Jeff Baum. We'll catch you here next time on A View from the Bridge. Podcast Network.